You're listening to the Health Coach Careers Podcast, brought to you by Wellpreneur. Learn what it's really like to be a health coach in these interviews with real, successful health coaches. These interviews originally aired on the Wellpreneur Podcast, and they're hosted by me, Wellpreneur founder, Amanda Cook. I hope they give you inspiration and insight into planning your own health coaching career. Are you thinking about becoming a health coach? I know it's a big decision. I know I had a lot of questions, fears, and excitement when I took the leap to become a health coach while I was still working full-time. That's why I've created a free health coach decision kit to help you decide if it's the right next step for you. Download the decision kit at wellpreneur.com slash decision kit. Hello, and thanks for joining me for this week's episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cook, and I'd like to say happy Thanksgiving to all the podcast listeners in the U.S. I live in London, as you know, and I'm American, and I have to say Thanksgiving is just a non-event when you're outside of the U.S. It's totally a U.S.-centric holiday. Nobody else cares. It just doesn't exist, which as an American abroad is really sad. So I'll be thinking of you all on Thursday, and I'll drink, I don't know, what am I going to have? A pumpkin spice latte. They don't even have those in the stores anymore here because they're on to Christmas. So I'm going to make like a pumpkin custard with gluten-free base or something like that. And I'll be thinking of you all eating yummy food and spending time with your friends and family. This week, we've got a totally inspiring podcast for you. And it's something a little bit different than what we've had on the show before, because this week I'm speaking with acupuncturist Kit Yoon. And Kit has been running an in-person acupuncture clinic and is very successful at that and is now taking her in-person business and moving it online. So she's going to offer both types of services. And I hear from a lot of you out there that you're in a similar situation. Maybe you're a yoga teacher or a massage therapist or an acupuncturist yourself, and you're working with clients in person, but you want to start shifting your practice to incorporating more online work. And that's exactly what Kit is going to share with us today. So in particular, Kit just recently launched a clean eating challenge which she ran totally online and had over 40 people sign up, which is just awesome. And then from those people, she can start moving them into one of her weight loss programs that she'll tell you about during our interview. So I think this interview is really relevant, obviously, if you've got an in-person business. But even if you don't, if you're just looking to start your first online program, Kit's going to go and really share with us everything she did and how she was successful with that program. The other reason it's pretty cool is because Kit's one of my clients. Kit's just finished the Wellprinter Incubator. She was in in the autumn class, which was really awesome. We just finished that. And she's an avid podcast listener, so she's been listening to the podcast since the very beginning. So once in a while, I really want to feature you guys. Like if you have an amazing story, if you've done something, it doesn't have to be making millions of dollars, but if you've done something in your wellness business that you think other Wellprinters can learn from and you've had some success, absolutely get in touch with me because I want to feature you guys on the podcast as well because really we're a community and that's something you know I've been focused on growing my Instagram following and connecting with you guys more there over the past few weeks and that's something I'm really seeing like I'm meeting so many more of you virtually than I ever did before which is really really cool and it does feel like a community and I love that because I think so often We can feel like we're just sitting in our offices or at home building our businesses all alone. And that's really lonely and it's frustrating and it's slow. It's really slow when you don't have a group of people you can just bounce ideas off of and ask for feedback and learn from. 
And that's something that I feel like the podcast is really doing is like bringing us together and helping everyone learn from each other's successes and failures and help us all be able to grow our businesses in a more sustainable, healthy, and hopefully quicker way. So now, ready for this inspirational interview with acupuncturist Kit Yoon, talking about how she started her clean eating program and got over 40 people to sign up. Hi, Kit. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Thanks, Amanda. Glad to be here. (laughs) So, Kit, I was really excited to have you on the show because, as I'm sure we'll talk about, you've just been in my incubator program and you just released your first challenge and you got 40 people to sign up, which was awesome. And I think that's something that the whole process that you went through is something so doable and achievable and a really great way to get started growing your email list that I really wanted to have you on to just share that experience with everyone. So hopefully they can be inspired by you and learn from what you've done. Yeah, I'd love to share. So you've been listening to the podcast for a while too, haven't you? You know, I think I started from the number one. Actually, I probably came in when you started maybe a couple months back, but I definitely have listened to every one of them. When you're so. one of the binge listeners, like went back and binge listened to all of them from the beginning. Thank you so I, much. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those. And I get a little anxious when you don't show up each Monday. <laughs> So thank you for being there most Mondays. <laughs> no worries. So give us a little bit of a kind of the background on your business, because I think you're one of the first people we've had on that actually started with an in-person business and is moving it online. Yeah, I have a private practice. I'm an acupuncturist and a health coach specializing mostly in pain, stress, and weight management. So I see people one-on-one and I probably see about 25 to 35 people each week. And I'm very lucky. My office is about a half a mile from my house. So I have a really short commute and I get to see all my favorite people during the day. And then I get home to my family. I am certified now to do hypnosis. More recently, I was um, getting sort of frustrated when I see people one-on-one and I was able to help them with their pain, you know, mostly physical pain, but people also come in with emotional stresses and they were starting to look to me to help them get rid of their emotional stress and emotional eating. And I was starting to feel limited. So for a while, I was sort of looking for other avenues to help that side of them so that I can literally do both mind and body. And this hypnosis training sort of fell on my lap and I took the plunge because I didn't know a whole lot about it, although I knew that um, it could totally benefit them because I personally had a couple of hypnotherapy, hypnosis treatments, and it blew me away, the results that I got from those treatments. So yeah, so I did the training and with that, I am now launching a new program for weight loss And it's actually really more like weight and stress release because it goes hand in hand. And I'm excited to offer that to more people. Right now, I'm testing it out in group settings in person, but I'm finding that it's so helpful that uh, I would love to share it with more people and somehow not to be all in person so that more people can benefit. And that was when I contacted you and wanted to join the incubator so that I can learn. Yeah, I can learn how to bring it 
out to the online world as well as in person. I'd love if you could share a little bit about that too, because so you have a successful online business, excuse me, in-person business working with acupuncture clients. And so why were some of the reasons that you actually thought about expanding your business and taking it online? Yeah, there are a couple of reasons why. One is I was starting to feel like I was solving the same problems over and over again, because you know, a lot of people come in with similar stress situations. So I was hearing myself trying to solve the same problems and saying the same things. And so I thought, wow, if I could say the same things and help all these people, I wonder if I could say the same things and help even more people. And you can't quite do that in person, one-on-one. And I know that there is this huge opportunity now with technology and webinars and group setups and courses that I could do, but I just had no idea how to do that because I was never trained in that field. And also, my family and I really love to travel. I have a family on the other side of the world in Thailand. And when we go visit them, we go for an extended holiday. So last time we were there, we were gone for three weeks. And, you know, at some point along the way in the middle of Thailand, I realized that, you know, if I don't work, then I have no income, number one. And all my people left at home are sort of left hanging because, you know, they get used to you and you tell them to go see other people and they resist because they're just waiting for you to come back. So I definitely had this aha moment back in Thailand this last summer that I might not have to always be there in person if there was a way for me to connect with them online somehow or have some kind of course or package that they could purchase and just have me sort of at their fingertips. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I mean, I think it's really cool because you've got kind of like a slow transition into an online business as much of it as you want. And I think that's something that a lot of people listening will really connect with. Because when you add the online side, it gives you that flexibility, but that doesn't necessarily mean you need to just like, you know, shut down your clinic and just transition to doing everything online. Like you can basically, it's a way you can serve your in, in-person client in another way. And, yeah. and then eventually like transition into more of that if that's what you want to do for your lifestyle. So that's really awesome. Well, let me just summarize for a second. So basically, you've got your in-person clinic, and then you've added in hypnosis, and then you've got a program for weight loss and stress relief that you were saying, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you were first running in person, but ultimately you're going to run online. Is that right? Yeah, that is my hope right now. I love seeing people in person, and I think the group setup is showing me that I can do both, actually, because the fact that I can do 10 people in person, and why not, why can't I do 20 or 30? And if they don't have to all be in the same room, and I can still connect with all of them, I think that uh, to be able to share the same tools with more people, I think that's really exciting. Absolutely. So you've got this program that you're starting in person and will take online. And so tell us a little bit about the challenge that you ran and what it looks like and why you decided to do it. Yeah, so the challenge is the clean eating challenge that I started a year ago or so. And you know, it's funny because I thought about it and I thought about, well, why did I even start it? So basically, I started it because I wanted to do a challenge myself. And as much as, you know, I look online and see all the other challenges, I just didn't want to do any one of them because I guess I'm just built that way. I kind of need to do my own thing. It's kind of like I don't follow recipes when I cook. I kind of look at it and then I just kind of make up my own. Mm -hmm. So this is exactly the same way. So, you know, one day 
I was walking my dog like normal and I had this urge to do some kind of challenge, some healthy, clean eating challenge. And at that point, I already had uh, my private practice. So I said, you know, I totally should just offer it to people and they can do it with me because I am one of those people who totally need an accountability buddy. So I started talking about it in my practice. You know, I would see patients and then I'd say, hey, would you want to do this with me? Because I have a sweet tooth and sometimes it's really hard to say no to those desserts and sweet things. And so they would say, yeah, totally, I'd do it with you. So anyway, it was um, serendipitous. I was also reading Michael Pollan's Food Rules, this little book that talks about seven simple words. And they are eat food, not too much, mostly plants. And so I thought, that's what I'm going to go by. I'm going to go by those seven words and I'm going to come up with a simple clean eating challenge. And if nobody else is going to do it with me, I'm just going to do it on my own. But thankfully, people did. And so what I did was I just, like I said, talked to my patients in person and I just put it out on my Facebook page. And I just said, if you want to join me, just say yes in the comments. And dozens of people said yes. And so it started from there. And I just picked a date and I started. And we did it. So each time it would be a week long. And then I think I did it about four other times after that. And it wasn't really scheduled. I just kind of did it when I felt like I, I wanted to do it. And then each time, you know, a bunch of people would join me. And then the most recent one, it was actually not really planned at all. I was getting ready to do my second beta group for the weight loss program using hypnosis. And I was talking to another patient who'd done the, the clean eating before. And she said, you know, Kit, it's time to do another one. And I said, yeah, it is time to do another one. So literally that night I came home and I sent out the Facebook question and I asked people, want to do another one? And everybody said yes. And so the difference with this one was in this incubator program that you're hosting. And so I kind of have some new tools now. So I said, you know, I'm going to make it pretty and I'm going to make it bigger. So I went to canva.com and created a prettier sort of heading for the, uh, actually just a Facebook post image. And I put it on Facebook. I put the dates and it really was not a whole lot of time. I think I gave people like a week before the challenge started. And I asked people the same question. And the difference is I boosted the post so that the people who liked my page and their friends would see it. And the response was incredible. Oh, one other thing that I did and that I learned from the incubator program as well is MailChimp. So I created a mailing list and I linked it to the Facebook post so that people can just go sign up. You know, they didn't even have to comment because I asked them, if you're interested, want to do it, sign up and share it with your friends. I think that's an easier way for people to join or to want to join. So that was all I did. I put the pretty image up, asked them to sign up and boosted the post. And then I got more response than I ever did. Awesome. And how many people did you get to sign up? Well, at the end of the day, it was about 40 people, which is way more than I had. You know, I usually had about 15 to 20 and then we'd all do it. So yeah, so it kind of doubled the amount of people. And for some reason, the Facebook group for this particular clean eating challenge was the most active and more people joined and then more people also took it seriously. So I'm not sure if that was the whole process or if it was this particular 
challenge. I don't know. But yeah, it was a lot more exciting than the other ones that I held. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really great. And I'll definitely link up. I know you mentioned Canva, which is like one of my favorite tools. I've talked about it loads on the podcast. So I'll Mm -hmm. link that up in the show notes too so people can go see that. Anyone out there listening, if you've not tried Canva and you struggle with graphics, oh my gosh, go check it out. (laughs) It's awesome. So let's dig into the idea of a challenge because I think for some people out there listening, they won't really know exactly what you mean by that. And it's a really cool concept that I think pretty much everybody could use in their business. So could you tell us a little bit like, what do you mean by your challenge? Like what exactly is in it? Not from like a nutrition perspective, but like what are the components that you have as part of this challenge? Yeah. So like I said, I like to keep it simple. So for my particular challenge, it's seven days of clean eating, quote unquote, and clean eating can mean a bunch of different things. But I am very specific about my clean eating and it's the seven words that Michael Pollan uses in his book. It's eat food, not too much, mostly plants. And then I kind of go, kind of explain each one a little bit more so that people can understand. So eat food means eat real food, avoid processed food as much as possible. You know, try not to open any boxes or bags, frozen items, try to basically cook your food that's closest to its original form. So that's eat food and then not too much, you know, just portion control. Let's watch what, how much and don't overstuff yourself and mostly plants. And that is, again, it's just like what it says, just avoid too much um, meat products and less of the dairy and mostly plants. So I keep it simple and it's for seven days. And, you know, it's incredible how difficult that is for people. (laughs) And some people will say, oh, I don't cook, you know, this is hard. And then I will remind them, well, that's why it's a challenge. And that's why you sign up to do this program because something about it attracted you. So I keep it simple, but for a lot of people, it's still very much a challenge. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I, (laughs) that is a huge challenge for people actually is I ask them to take out alcohol for the week because it's, you know, loaded with sugar and calories. And, you know, it does alter our thinking. So not the cleanest item to put into our body. So simple. Yeah. Really simple. Yeah. Really simple. But like you said, I think we forget as experts, like in people that are just immersed in wellness and holistic health, we just assume people know this stuff. And I think that's a common mistake is that you assume your clients are like you and know what you know. And we forget that sometimes just basic changes can really make a big difference. Yeah. And, you know, people will say too, like, they will thank me. They will tell me how much better they feel and, you know, how they had no headaches during the week, how they lost five pounds in a week. And it's just, yeah, it's amazing how just changing small things in your daily life can make a huge impact. And I think that's why they really love the challenge. The trick is to not go right back to the way that you were if you know you weren't eating the healthiest lifestyle and i definitely stay with them around that and try to nurture them and and guide them you know how best to live without doing the challenge but mostly make good choices well i think that's also you know this is where the role that the challenge can play in your business too because if you look at it in terms of your sales funnel the challenge is they're just absolutely brilliant they're building your list it's giving you engagement so you're getting feedback from potential clients. You're hopefully getting testimonials and referrals because people will want to work with you after they've done that free challenge with you. But also then at the end, there is that point where you say, okay, we've done this for seven days. 
Now, if you want more accountability and more support to go further, here's how you can work with me, like how you can pay to work with me. And you, you use that a bit, this one, to fill your beta program for your hypnosis, right? Your hypnosis weight loss. And I, I think that's something you're going to plan to do more in the future is use that as part of your funnel. Yeah, it's, you know, it was one of those aha moments when I realized that I already have some, you know, what we call it opt-in, right? In, in the digital marketing world is a free, valuable content that you can share with people and then have them sign up so that they can learn more about other programs that you have. So I'm finding that my clean eating mailing list is exactly what I needed to get that mailing list started when I start the weight release, weight loss program in January. So yeah, and that a lot of the people who did the clean eating challenge are in my beta group now. So they're experiencing what it's like to have um, continued support and accountability. And then they're also learning new tools to, you know, to lose the extra weight that they have or to really sort of stop the unconscious eating, the mindless eating that they were struggling with. Mm-hmm. Now, technically for your challenge, what did that look like? Were you just emailing people every day? And I think you had a Facebook group. What were the components of that? Yeah. So again, I, I try to keep it really simple and I'm not the most techie person I'm learning to be. So what it has is it has a Facebook group and I try to post something every day. I actually, you know, during the challenge, I, you know, post pictures of my, what I'm eating, what I'm making. And uh, sometimes kind of encouraging quotes and pretty images and, and encourage other people to do the same thing. So that was really cool this time. It felt like a lot of people were engaging. So the Facebook group, and then I do one email every day and I send it first thing in the morning. And that was a totally valuable thing I learning from the incubator program, just setting up the automation using MailChimp because you can make it customized and you can do it ahead of time and set it up so that it sends out on its own. So Facebook group, one email a day, and that's really it. And just keep people engaged. I ask them questions in the emails if they want to respond. They can just directly respond to me. But the Facebook group is big. And you know, actually, not everyone on my list was in the Facebook group. So but actually, they're just not on Facebook at all, which is incredible. But I totally appreciate that. So it made the daily email that much more important. So I made sure that if I had like a fun quote to share, I also put that in the email that goes out in the morning each day. Cool. I'm so glad you shared that because it's so simple. It almost seems too simple, really. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants to do this, like we don't, you don't need to architect this amazingly complicated program. And like you said, the nutrition information is very simple and the technical sides, like very simple also, and people are still getting huge value out of it and it's serving you in your sales funnel. So I think a lot of times we can make excuses like, oh, well, I'm not tech savvy enough or it's going to take a long time. I'm not ready for that yet. But I think what you've shown Kit is that like anybody out there listening could really put one of these together with just like an email list through MailChimp, which can be free that they can sign up for. And then a Facebook group, which at the moment is still free, which is awesome. And then just putting together some content that takes people through the basic steps. So that's really inspiring. Yeah. And you know what? I think the reason that mine is successful is because I'm doing it because I want to do it. You know what I mean? I'm not creating it out of thin air because I, I started it because I wanted to do it myself. And so I think that comes out 
as authentic. And I'm connecting with people because they're feeling the way I'm feeling. And I, I do listen to you know my patients' words and their struggles. So adding some of those personal touch and personal stories really help people feel like you're part of them. And it keeps them wanting to come back and do it again and again. Awesome. Kit, I know you're an avid podcast listener. And mm-hmm. I thought maybe you would want to share if there's a couple other podcasts other than the Wellpreneur podcast, obviously, like some of your favorites that you'd recommend for people. Yeah. How much time do we have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I listen to a bunch of business podcasts as well as non-business ones, although there's only so much time in the day. Let's do the non-business ones first. I love On Being with Krista Tippett. Yes, I love that one. That's probably my favorite non-business one. It's so grounding. It's so grounding and it's so illuminating. You know, I usually listen when I'm walking and I have both cried and laughed and just be completely inspired just listening to that show. So really good. I listen to Radiolab and This American Life. Those are big ones. And then a newer one, although they've been doing it for a few months now, is called Happier with Gretchen Rubin. And she's an author. She has a few books out. But she and her sister, Elizabeth, just sort of have chats and they give tips about, honestly, like how to be happier, you know, little tips and fun stories. And then the business podcasts, obviously, I listen to Wellpreneur. Um, I listen to Natalie Sisson's Suitcase Entrepreneur. Just really, you know, good stories, and she's a good interviewer. I listen to Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income, and is relatively new one to me is Sean West podcast, and it's S E A N W E S. I don't know that one. Yeah, he's an artist actually. He does lettering, but the podcast is really more about how creative people can make a living using their creativity. And he's this young guy and he's talking to his friend, Ben. And I just get a lot out of that podcast and their conversations. Tons of passion and lots of good tips about how you can be creative and make a really good living just being a creative person. Awesome. Thank you. I'll link those all up in the show notes because we all, those of us that are addicted to podcasts, we all need more to listen to. So (laughs) yes, if they can fit into the phone, right? I know, right? Or if you can find enough hours in the day to listen. Oh, it just, it's crazy sometimes when I start binge listening to stuff. Oh, yeah. I actually, I find all kinds of time to listen to podcasts, you know, when I'm folding laundry, when I'm doing dishes, when I'm walking the dog. So yeah, it adds up. You know, I try to spread the word about this because I still meet people all the time that have just never listened to a podcast. And I even like was surveying, if you guys are on my email list, I will have sent, you would have gotten a survey from me. And over 50% of the people on my email list don't listen to the podcast either. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I just want to tell people this is crazy. Like podcasts are the best way to get information because exactly what you said, Kit, like you can listen while you're like folding clothes or cooking dinner or cleaning or exercising or It fits in around everything else. I can say, hands down, it's the one thing that's changed my life in the last five years. Yeah, I feel like I'm both going to school and being entertained and learning about stuff around me. And you you can customize it to what you'd like to listen to or what you want to learn about. And yeah, and it's free and it's 
portable. Yeah, there's nothing better, actually. Oh my gosh, we're kind of preaching to the choir here because everybody <laughs> listening is obviously listening to podcasts, but we need to put you on like a podcast public service announcement or something, Kit. Like, yep, yeah. yep, <laughs> definitely. So Kit, I know there's actually quite a few acupuncturists that listen to this podcast and also massage therapists and people that practice, you know, traditionally in person. So do you just have any thoughts or advice to kind of share with them just based on what you've learned about how they can start to move online? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, we get so caught up in our sort of daily one-on-one practice that sometimes it's hard to see beyond. And obviously I've been there and I'm still sort of there. I'm starting to get out of there. What I would say is do what you love. And if you feel like you're starting to get that sense of being limited and challenged by, you know, you can't see more people in a day because your schedule is full, look for other ways to still give value, but reach more people. And with what's out there today with the technology and the support and, you know, podcasts and webinars and things like that, there's so much we could do besides just seeing people one-on-one because, you know, a lot of people have the same problems. So if we can help them solve the same problem, but reach more people at the same time, I think that is so valuable. I will never not see people one-on-one because I get so much out of that and people get so much out of that for me. But that doesn't have to be the only way that I can help people heal. There are so many other ways. So do what you love. And when you feel like there's more that you can do, reach out because there's a lot of help out there. And I'm doing it and I can say that I have loved every moment of it. Awesome. Thank you so much. So Kit, tell people where they can get in touch with you if they you know, have questions about what you've done or, or even want to join one of your next challenges. Yeah, so pretty simple. I have a website, bexleyacupuncture.com, and that's B-E-X-L-E-Y, acupuncture with just one C, dot com. And I am on Facebook, Bexley Acupuncture. You can go ahead and go check it out and like the page. And I am on Instagram as Kit Yoon, L-A-C-K-I-T-Y-O-O-N, and L-A-C stands for a licensed acupuncturist. And I'm also on Twitter as Kit Yoon LAC, but I'm usually just on Facebook. And then I just kind of link my posts to Twitter. And I am actually a huge Instagram person because I'm so visual and I love images and photography. So I'm sort of there doing my own thing. So you're welcome to come say hi there. Yeah, we'll go on and find you. I'm really huge into Instagram at the moment. And you've been having such beautiful pictures of all these like autumn leaves. So her photography is good. So go check her out on Instagram. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, thanks so much, Kit, for joining me. It's been really awesome having you on the show. Thank you, Amanda. This was lovely. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Health Coach Careers Podcast. If you're thinking about becoming a health coach, don't forget to download my free Health Coach Decision Kit to help you decide if health coaching is the right next step for you. Download the decision kit at wellpreneur.com slash decision kit.